This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 708. The zombies are coming. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Owie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. Hey, with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hello. How you doing there, bud? Uh, that's complicated. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it right now. I feel like that's for the later uh, on in the okay. show. Okay. But it's complicated. You feel it's just too soon? It's too soon? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. How are you though? Um I'm doing okay. Um actually got some wow time like a crazy different amount of wow time this week, so that's good. Nice. Um and um I mean the world hasn't ended, so that's good. Yeah. Um yeah. That that, that that's what the, the upside there. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's it. It is what it is, as they say. Exactly. So uh, we don't have an Allie this week because Allie is not feeling well. So we gave her the night off and told her to rest up, because you know we have an expansion coming soon. We need her to be well rested, and we need her to be in top fighting condition. Get better, Allie. Indeed, get better. We'll see you back next week if you're feeling better. If not, you're taking the next week off too. So how's your working weather, man? It was it was pretty good actually. I uh, I put a lot of time in over the past couple of days. I feel like I played almost every day since Wednesday. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. So I'm I'm still doing the mount farming stuff. I I got nothing in terms of like mount mount drops. So none of the none of the raids or dungeons dropped anything for me. And then I was kind of going through all of my uh, achievements and whatnot, remembering that meta achievements exist and those provide mounts. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm actually really close to the raid meta and the dungeon meta for Cataclysm. So I went ahead and did that. So I got both of those. And it was it was cool to like go back and check everything out and... Uh, I just say that some of those some of those achievements are harder with our gear set. <laughs> Specifically, if you don't remember to take off your corrupted gear. Um, it, say, for example, you have Twilight Devastation or or uh, Infinite Stars or one of the Azerite essences that randomly shoots out an Azerite bolt at something. Um, if your if your aim is to not kill something until a specific point in the fight, um, having any of those severely hampers your chances of accomplishing your goal. And you know that's not so bad for the dungeons because you know I can just go again the next day. That's fine. Um, for the raids, not so much. That was that was not so much of a th- thing that I could do. 
And, you know, I, I went through all this on my warrior at first. And I'm like, okay, well, that sucks. I kind of screwed this up, but I'll just try again next week. It's fine. For some reason, completely forgetting that I have other characters that are capable of soloing those raids. So I did that. <laughs> and I still switched over to my warrior for the obligatory mount screenshot. Because that's, that, that's who's going to get the most time on those things. But, yeah. Um, did did all that. Um, I did some more progression on some of the uh, the bodyguards, uh, the bodyguard rep grind in Najatar because um, I want to get them out from that as well. I don't have any of those Najatar mounts, and I'm kind of sad about that. Uh, but I know I couldn't motivate myself at the time to continue to do those rep grinds and daily quest chains. But now that I'm not doing anything else in WoW, it's kind of a nice thing to do. So I've been doing that over the past couple days. Um, what else did I do? I did some more leveling on my Druid. I mean, it's not anything particularly interesting. I'm just, I'm literally just grinding islands on my Druid to level them up. But... You know, it gets the job done. I think I'm at 116 on him. And then I uh, created my two new characters that I'm going to be uh, playing, on, playing on and off into Shadowlands. Um, just for just to get allied, uh, the allied race gear. So I rolled my Kul Tiran and Void Elf Rogues. Made sure to start the questing experience so that's... Um, I get that initial boost when the switchover happens tomorrow night or tomorrow, sorry. And hopefully that'll make the grind a little bit easier when I'm getting ready to level them up. That's about it in terms of wow, though. What about you? What did you get up to? So uh, I, I made the decision that so I talked about this a few weeks ago uh, that I was I having I had a game card and I was holding off and putting it back on my account. Uh, because I, I, right, I still had the, the beta to play. I could play if I wanted to play WoW, and I wasn't really feeling like there was a lot for me to do in WoW at the time. So I gave it some consideration and decided that um, on Friday I was going to reactivate. So I tossed the game card on and decided to go play some retail uh, over beta, and I did enjoy it. It was fun. And I was, uh, I, I was definitely enjoying my time there. Um, I, I feel like maybe some like planned time off maybe was kind of what I was needing a little bit, um, so that I wasn't feeling like I had to play in the retail side of things. I could, I, I could kind of test and and see, sort of plan out my first few hours in uh, in the uh, the Shadowlands content. Um, and now that I have done that, I feel like I could can play some retail again. So um, I went through my my higher tiered art alts a little bit and just kind of took a look at what I had for, you know, the uh, Paragon, like how, how close I was on Paragon, a few of them. And then basically just went through and uh, leveled up some Paragon stuff, did some emissaries and... Um, yeah, I, I played, I'd, I'd probably say about 10 hours this weekend, uh, which is pretty decent. And, uh, I got Paragon, got, I got eight or nine Paragons across all my alts that are max level and leveled up some others that are close now. They just need to go through a, a few more here or there. Um, either that or mission tables, one of the two. Uh, but overall, it was a it was a pretty good time. Um, didn't get anything super spectacular, but uh, just kind of worked on getting my characters ready for for tomorrow. Really. So, question: How many of your characters did you park at the barber shop tomorrow in preparation for the new customization options? Zero. But I also haven't finished in game today, so uh, I don't actually plan to. Um, the the new customization stuff is nothing that I'm really looking forward to doing. Okay. Uh, so, like, I'll be honest, I don't know that there's anything I, I 
know that I don't want to do per se, but there's nothing there that's like, oh, I need to do this today. That's fair. Um, I, I like how my characters look now. Um, I can only think of one or two that I might like want to tweak a little bit, uh, never having been truly happy with what they had. Right. Uh, but I don't feel like I have to like park all my characters there. That's fair. So, I uh, for me is it's it's more just uh, being ready to to adjust to them being their new level and um, it's going to be honestly a lot of it's going to be planning out uh, and finding new rotations and um, I still do plan to do a reset of my add-ons at some point or at least removing all my add-ons that I don't know that I need and see if I need them later on Uh, I've had a few times where it's like oh this one character likes that add-on, but nobody else needs it on my account. And then it's like, do I really need it? Probably not. However, for the for the the pre-patch, uh, I did do one thing earlier today, and I was kind of nervous to do it, and I'm still nervous that I did it, but I'm happy that I did it. Um, I completely reinstalled the WoW. You completely what? Completely reinstalled World of Warcraft. So you did a fresh install. Completely fresh. Delete. Uninstalled it. Uh, deleted all the folders except for like I made backups of my screenshots, my interface, and my WTF folder. Uh, and then uninstalled, deleted everything, and then reinstalled fresh. So you're you're going full in on it, that on that add-on refresh and all that stuff. Um, well, I, I'm I'm gonna copy stuff back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I did want to kind of go in with, you know, I assumed, and I, I'm I don't know for sure, but I assume there's a lot of crap that's built up in that folder. Probably. I, I wanted to go in and just kind of do a refresh and see what could what could. Uh, what space I could save by doing that? So yeah, I did that. I did that going into BFA. Um, I I I did the reinstall of WoW. I completely turfed my my UI and uh, well, at the beginning of BFA, I wasn't really raiding or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, not raiding. I'm only going to do LFR if that. So I don't need anything crazy. I'll just see how much I can go with the the standard UI, and the standard UI has improved leaps and bounds over the past ten years I've been playing. And you don't really realize it until you do that that uh, refresh of everything. Yeah, and it's so much better than it was ten years ago. Yeah, um, I think for me, uh, a big thing about it is going to be like. Getting bar a bar mod that I like because I mean having played in the beta for a while I'm pretty confident that I, I cannot use the the, the the default bar mods or bar bar setup. Um, I know that I can't use uh, the default for a, for a fair bit of stuff, um, but I'll uh, at some point I will do a a wipeout of my add-ons uh, once I'm confident that uh, most of the add-ons that I need and that I know that I want are updated. Like, if if something like like Domino's or my bar mod, if it's not updated, um, I wouldn't even consider doing uh, an add-on reset. Because I don't want to try a dozen different add-ons that that I'll do the same thing, but do it differently and have to figure out which one I like better. So, um, I, I have once again got in my head, though I know it's a foolish endeavor, it, that I, there's a add-on that I used to have called Trades Bar, and it basically go through your professions, and everything that's a profession ad, uh, uh, icon that you could be on a bar, it adds it to this bar. And I love that, and I would like to have that back. But I'm fairly confident that's not possible, which makes me sad. Uh, that might be rough, yeah. Uh, especially since I have no idea how to write Lua, and I don't know what the issues are with the add-on. 
that made it not work. So yeah, that's fair. So I mean, it's for me. It just as much as I'd like to try and fix that, it, it's not. It's out of the scope of my abilities. Let's put it that way. Well, if any if any Alan developers are listening, I want to give that a crack. Uh, go ahead, let Medros know. That might be cool. See something like that come back. I don't know. I have no use for it because, like, I haven't I haven't maxed out a uh, profession since Warlords. Maybe <laughs> it's been a while. Wow. Yeah, um, I do try and stay stay on my on my profession to some degree. Uh, definitely, really appreciate the fact that um, for like. For getting into Shadowlands professions, I don't need to have capped out the last expansion. Yeah, that's a great change. Uh, yeah, that's a really good change that I wish had been there forever. Because honestly, there's definitely some professions that I would have been like, I'm just, I'm not going to bother working on this. I'm just going to work, worry about this profession again when the next expansion. Right. Because there's definitely at least three expansions I can recall at the end of the expansion pushing to get where I need to be to, at the end of that expansion so that I can be ready to go into the new the profession on the new expansion. So Yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing for the past couple of expansions. Like at the end look at Mad Rush, I need to cap out everything so I can so I can continue to like neglect my professions in the next expansion. Uh don't know why I do that, considering my attitude towards professions over the past couple of expansions, but you know I do it. Maybe because it's something to do at the end of any expansion. Like, okay. I don't need these for anything. Might as well max them out now. You know, the logical thing. Man, I, I I really should just drop engineering and go full gatherer on on my warrior. But I like having the gliders yeah. so much. And I don't want to have to buy them. Mm-hmm. Oh well. I I I like my glider. Uh, I, I will continue to have my glider. Um, that, that's not going nowhere. Yeah. So. Mm, see. Yep. Um, my, my engineer, last time I needed more gliders, I had him make 300 of them. And they're now all in storage on an alt. So. I'm pretty Wait, good there. the goblin? Like you, are you talking about the goblin glider or the, the tinker? The craftable one. The, cra the craftable glit craftable glider. Oh, I just use the tinker. Well, but not all my characters are that professional. Yeah. The other ones I just don't jump off of anything high. At least most of the time I don't. I, de I definitely have done it on occasion where like, oh, right. No, no slow. Oh, well, I'm dead now. Ugh. I are dumb. Well, that's unfortunate. I, I, I like even my engineer doesn't have the tinker because it's just easier for all of my characters to, to have, have the same reaction to. Oh, I'm falling. I should do something. Oh yeah, and that and that totally and that that totally makes sense for me. I just the only one I bother using it on is is my engineer. So I just use the tinker. Plus, it's cheap. Which my tinkers get. Yeah, fair enough. Well, all right. Um, that was your week. Unless you had anything else. Is that? Um, trying to think. Um, no, I mean, I I did on on beta. I did a few of the intros to uh, choosing different covenants. Okay. Um, of the intros, I must say the one that I enjoyed the most was Ardenweald because it was a lot of fun, but. Required some work to get all my uh, all my stuff specked out and all my buttons where I want expect them to be uh, because there's some fighting involved and I absolutely was not ready for. That oh, so you kind of just went in and just to see the quest and like oh I have to kill oh where where's where's my I don't know paladin ability judgment. Uh, no, this is actually uh, on a uh, druid that I went on. Oh, there. Where's my moonfire? Yeah, uh, I I had. Uh, for some reason, I was uh, specced into Feral and uh, had only one ability on my action bar. 
which was change my form to Pharaoh. Oh, yeah, that's not helpful in the combat scenario. No, it was definitely not. So that required uh, some significant uh, changes to not die, um, which I did twice. So, yeah, uh, once I got that done, I went through that, and it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm confident there'll be stuff in the uh, Ardenweald... Um, Program, like questing the, the, the starting stuff for, for Ardenweald uh, and as you questing through the zone that will explain some stuff that I saw there uh, that I have not seen previously um, but there was one um, notable lore figure that was there during my uh, performance uh, so to speak that um, had some commentary that I'm very curious to see how that plays out after you when you've actually done the Ardenweald questing, because I'd never actually completed the Ardenweald questing. Yeah, I've got to say, out of all the Shadowlands Zone, Ardenweald is probably the one I am the least spoiled on. I went out of my way to avoid a lot of the stuff there, because, I, because I've because i seen like the big reveal from that. Like, okay, I want to see how this all works out. I'm going to avoid questing through Ardenweald and anything related to Ardenweald outside of the dungeons. Uh, as much as possible, because I want to, I want to kind of experience that bit of story all at once. So, yeah, uh, I have not seen any of that stuff, so uh, I felt kind of okay with the, the process I was using. So, all right, well, that was our that was our weekend. Well, why don't we talk about what's coming up this weekend? Well, so uh, obviously, the big thing that's coming this week is the Shadowlands pre patch. That's it's coming October 13th, so if you're listening to this on the download, it's already here. If you're listening live, well, you got a day warning from us. Uh, we've also got PvP Brawl Cooking Impossible going from October 13th to the 19th, along with the World Quest bonus event, October 13th to the 19th. And no, I will not be picking up that quest, Medros. I'll be, I suspect I'll be too busy doing other stuff. Also on October 18th, Hallow's End starts, and that runs until October 31st. AKA the best time of year because we can all have that broomstick mount that we want to have year round that they're never going to give us. Damn them. <sighs> Damn them to hell. Yeah. Just give us the mount, Blizzard. Just give us the mount. That's all we're talking about here. Come on. But yes, I definitely want the broomstick mount 24 7. I, I, I definitely have a couple characters that would like that be what they would do. Yeah, absolutely. My, my mage's name is Flitwick. I want a broom for him. Anyway, that's what's coming up this week in WoW. Flitwick is your... Flitwick, Flitwick. okay. Professor Flitwick. Uh-huh, I know. I don't know why I'm surprised. I shouldn't no, be. No, you really shouldn't be. Anyway, that's that's what's coming up this week in WoW. Let's talk about what's happened in the WoW and Blizzard universe over the past week. Alrighty then. Uh, so, unfortunately, uh, and... Uh, I mean, I must say that I'm not as surprised as I'd like to be on this one. Um, Blizzard did announce uh, that their Versailles office in France will be closing. And um, I'm sure there'll be significant layoffs as part of that. Uh, I don't see a date specifically, but I believe that that office has been significantly hit in the past by the layoffs that have happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is important to point out that they haven't announced any layoffs related to this as of yet. Like, the, uh, us commenting on layoffs is purely speculative at this point. Yeah. Uh, it does sound like the uh, they had originally had plans uh, to move the office to London, uh, but they were uh, those plans were stalled due to COVID and Brexit. And uh, it does look like the uh, the overall departure will be uh, a closure and not a movement uh, from that office. So, uh, No word yet on what's going to happen to the Kerrigan statue uh, at, that, at that location. Yeah, that, I mean, this whole thing really sucks. I, I be, if I recall correctly, the Versailles office uh, handles a lot of the customer support for for Europe. That's one of the things that they... I believe so, they, yeah. Okay, so I'm just rereading this Wowhead article. Um, looks like they had a marketing customer support and localization. So that's probably where all your French support comes from, at least. Yeah. 
200 there were 260 employees working working there uh yeah as like after the layoffs uh in 2019 oh i mean yeah it's never never uh, funny here no not especially not at this point in time uh with the world in such a crazy place but I guess they needed to cut some people because they needed to get rid of some, some some salaries. I guess I don't know. Well, hard to say. Yeah, really. like we said, like like I said, there's no, there's been no announcement as far as layoffs or anything like that. Right now, it's just the office closing. I believe a good portion of them are working from home right now, anyway. Uh, so yeah. hopefully, uh, they're throughout this entire pandemic. And, maybe, and perhaps beyond, they can continue just working from home. But we don't, we don't know. Like there's, there's been no information made public about about what's going to happen with the staff there. We'll, uh, we'll see uh, some job prospects open for them where they are, and uh, be able to find other positions with other companies. Uh, that, that's at least the the thinking that goes into decisions like this by uh, some folks in in management that. The affiliation with Blizzard will ensure that company uh, the employees that were let go will find other positions, and that has worked out for some people, but it all, has also not worked out for yep. others. So, I guess their uh, their ties to France uh, that began with them being owned by Vivendi Universal uh, are slowly uh, unwinding. I guess so. Uh, good luck to all those staff. Yes, good luck everybody. All right, let's move on to our next topic, shall we? Yeah, uh, this is a follow-up to our topic last week regarding Chromie Time, specifically the fact that Chromie Time was kind of disabled the, the, the second you hit level 50 and you were kind of just teleported out. Which I believe we all were in agreement last week that that was not a great thing. That's not a great experience, especially considering the intent of this level squish. So uh, Blizzard announced that they're adding a way to disable experience gains while questing in Chromie Time. Uh, so that you can continue to uh, experience the story uh, as it was intended uh, instead of getting teleported out the second you hit level 50, which is a great change. And I'm glad that they were so quick to respond to that. We don't have any indication as to how exactly this happens. Like, I don't, we don't know if it happens when you hit level 50, it gives you an option. We just know that they're going to facilitate some way of def- of disabling experience games while in Chromie Time. Yeah, I, I assume this will be available in uh, in the next uh, beta build or two, um, and we'll get a better idea then as to what it's going to look like. Um, though, I mean, wouldn't this... This should be something that's is, is in, is in the next patch, isn't it? Because the level squish and ex- the, uh, the opening st- the new starting experience and all that stuff's part of this patch, right? Yeah. And um, the, like, there were some things that happened in the PTR and beta patch recently that people were concerned about, and I, I didn't really put them in the show notes because they, they, these problems were addressed already and didn't feel necessary. But I, but there was one item I believe where you just couldn't load into Shadowland or into Mister Pandaria using Chromie Time. Oh, jeez. And. And you couldn't go into Pandaria, so if you had characters in Pandaria during the transition, like it was up in the air whether or not you'd be able to access those characters. That's been fixed. It hasn't hit the PTR patch, the, the like the PTR or anything like that. But Ian came out at some point last week said it's already been fixed in an internal build, and that's the build that's getting pushed out. So don't worry about it. You'll still have access to your characters that are in Pandaria. Hmm. So it's possible that they're kind of just putting that this feature in in that build. I don't know. Like I said, we don't know what this. We don't know how they're implementing it. We just know that they are, and that is a good thing, especially given the intent behind introducing Chromie Time. Yeah. Um. Not gonna lie. Uh, that kind of an answer about issues. Uh, and them being fixed in internal builds, that'll be the one that we get, but not actually being in a testing environment makes me a bit nervous to see what we're going to have tomorrow. Oh, 
don't get me wrong. I'm I'm a QA by trade. Remember? Really, I didn't know that. Uh, Did you know? I I am I am also nervous about that. We're, but unfortunately, that's that's kind of what we're we're getting. Hopefully, this doesn't come back to bite them in the butt. Just gonna say, I'm not a huge fan of that answer. Oh, but yeah, I yeah. understand it's the only answer we get. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'm not I'm not happy about the answer either. Like, I, I'd like the answer to be, yeah, okay, so I think we're just going to, like, push this patch. I don't know why they would have given this, this the date they gave for the pre-patch when there's this much in the pre-patch. Like, I, I assume that delaying the expansion meant they were focusing and fixing stuff that's in the pre-patch, and it was good to go. They were solid. They knew it was okay. But, no, because, I mean, a week out, and there's still major issues. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we'll get what we get, and uh, hopefully Manny we don't get upset. upset. <laughs> and uh, Benny will be upset. Uh, please see Taliesin uh, for, and Avatel for for the quote here that you're looking for, because it will absolutely be a show. But anyway, that, that, uh, that's, just, that's just a follow up to to the story we talked about last week regarding Chromie time, and hopefully, you know, it works out well. We'll, we'll have One can see. hope. I mean, it, it's just, yeah. COVID affected a lot of stuff, guys. Yep. Yeah, that's all there is to it. And as Brave of Faces Blizzard has clearly tried to put on it over the last few months, uh, it, it has not been as smooth as they had hoped. And they want people to believe, so. So we'll, uh, we will suffer with what we get. Um, I wanted to talk about Shadowlands. Um, so, uh, there's this article on, on Wowhead about, um, professions from Legion, or from, um, BFA, as they move into, uh, into Shadowlands pre-patch, and what will happen to item levels and so on. Uh, so, an item that you craft that is currently item level 400... And the pre-patch will be item level 87. Um, 370 will be 58. 340 will be 45, and so on. So items, item levels for items will be significantly lower than they currently are. Um, and I guess they, they don't want people to be overly concerned. Um, now, it does look like... Uh, I crafted items from other expansions will have a similar end item level. So uh, a item level 100 uh, robe from Northrend Tailoring will now have level 87. Because, again, item lo- uh, uh, leveling is being normalized between all the expansions. So because a top-tier item in Northrend will now be equal to a top-tier item in Battle for Azeroth, they will have the same end pre-patch item level. Um, I I'm, I know this is going to cause people to be upset. Um, this also will, I, I'm just going to say it, cause an utter show, so to speak, in the auction house market. Because stuff that is currently up there will have its item level level change while it's on the marketplace and maybe listed for much lower than it should be. Uh, in fact, for myself, I am planning to take all my stuff off the auction house. I'm planning to cancel everything I have listed if it's not done by the end of the night. Good call. Uh, because I don't want to sell something for a gold that might sell for 5,000 gold tomorrow. Uh, and I'll probably keep all my stuff off the auction house for at least a few days while I let the markets and TSM find the new average mount values and stuff. Again, good call. Can't argue with that logic. Yeah, I, it, I, 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 just, I would so hate, so hate if that happened. Um, now they did mention that optional. Reagents and relics of the past can be used to uh, change stats and levels of, of items. 
Um, that looks like it will be available in this pre-patch, if I'm understanding this article right. Um, and that will be used during crafting. Um, and these will be used to upgrade or downgrade your crafted item gear item, depending on the relic used. Uh, have, have, you, have you experimented with that at all in the uh, beta? I assume not, since you don't like re- really professions at all. What are professions? All right, then. That answers that question. Um, but in, in, like, um, in theory, if I'm understanding the system right, so these, I- these items, these relics of the past can be used to like take an item that's maybe like meant for somebody level 20. And, and like, like it was, it's like, it, it, yeah. So an item that crafts at a certain item level, you can just bump it up and have it be appropriate for your level 45 character when, you know, it's like an early classic, or not classic, like an early vanilla recipe, for example. And that's my understanding of this. Yeah, so yeah. it looks like 87 will be the, the top level for crafted gear until Shadowlands hits and will require level 50. Um, it it leads you to see like where other things fall in there like will everything that I would have created for Shadowlands or for uh, BFA now be level 87 or will it start out level 23 like I'm very curious how that's all going to work out Uh, but I think that's something we're going to have to find out kind of as we go through things uh, to see how the end crafting process is going to be like pre-patch so I'm excited though. It's interesting to see how they're going to handle some of the nuanced stuff that doesn't always get a lot of thought. So it's going to be funny seeing somebody in like <clears throat> in like final final tier crafting gear from Wrath running running heroic legion dungeons with no issue. <laughs> but yeah, uh, professions. I mean, everything is changing. To some degree, uh, we all know that. Right. Um, it's be very interesting to see how things will change for us uh, in more of the short term. Uh, because, well, we don't know how long we're going to have this patch for. First off, mm. like this could be a a one month patch, or it could be a two month patch, or a two and a half month patch. We don't know. But yeah, uh, professions are definitely one of those things going into this new expansion and the pre-patch coming out in just a few hours. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about some mounts. Right, so as everybody knows, I've been doing a lot of mount farming lately. That's all I've been talking about for the past little bit. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to get into the Mythic Raid mount farming, specifically the Mythic Raids from BFA. So right now, like this moment... As of recording, uh, there are a couple mounts that are that uh, have a guaranteed drop rate uh, of two per run. You get the gla- you have the glacial tide storm from Mythic Jaina and the Nylotha Allseer from the Zoth. Uh, right now, those are a hundred percent drop rate, and you're going to get two, assuming that you take in twenty people. Uh, as of tomorrow, the pre patch uh, that drop rate is going to drop significantly. To guaranteed one. So one person in the raid will get it. Right. And of course, when when Shadowlands drops, it's gonna go to its to the standard, you know, very low drop rate. Good luck. Yeah. The, the good luck drop rate. Yeah. Uh, I know there was some confusion as to the drop rate there. They uh, it was it, uh, when they first released their <clears throat> excuse me, their their pre-patch video about what what's changing and with their pre-patch, there was some confusion because they all they said was like uh, it was going to be significantly harder to get those mounts and uh, people were wondering like does that mean drop rate or whatever? Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, so drop rates cut in half for those two mythic mounts and so. To to get that mount, do I need to damage not N- N- Nazoth? Yes. Damn it. Same for the, same for the uh, head of the curve one, right? Yes. Damn it. And I can't damage Nazoth without a cape. Damn it. 
That's not fair, man. It's just not fair. That's just that's just how the fight works, man. You can't you, you can't do the last two fights. Of... It's not it's not fair that that's how they work. They should shouldn't require that damn cloak. Anyways, at least I could have a chance of getting Jaina. Yes. Uh, just gotta find a group to do it. And luckily, there's a like a decent yeah. strat that that you could employ. There's a there's a cheese strat that a lot of people have been doing. Just got to have to find the group. That doesn't cost a lot of gold. I tried doing that. Uh, it was going to cost me 500,000 gold. I don't have that kind of gold. So rip me. I will just... I, I've now made my peace with the fact that I will be farming Mythic Jaina. Um, an expansion or two down the line. Gotcha. Alright, well, Medros, you mentioned that you were going to attempt to try to figure out some of the ways your class works in Shadowlands, yeah? That is my plan, yeah. Well, luckily, Wowhead wrote something up for you there. Yeah, so uh, they have written up a really, really good um, set of guides for how to play various classes uh, and specs uh, in, uh, in Shadowlands. So, uh, they have one, uh, near as I can tell, for every spec. Uh, whether you're a Blood Death Knight, a Ret Pally, a Destruction Warlock, Elemental Shaman, uh, or uh, Protection Warrior, which is really the only true warrior. Um, you know, they have a guide for that. And I, I think that would be really helpful to people like me who generally don't have the patience to figure out what the best rotation is. Uh, we just want to get in play. See, there's one thing that's confusing about this guide. I don't, I don't. What is that? They seem to have made up three entire specs. What is the Holy Paladin, Protection Paladin, and Retribution Paladin? I've literally never heard uh, of these. Just the best specs in the game. If they, if they were, I would have heard of them, and I haven't. So. Uh, they're not PvP vendors, uh, if that's what you're leading to. I, I'm I'm choosing to call shenanigans. Somebody is clearly playing a prank. Those those don't exist. All right then, we'll we'll go with that. <laughs> yes, Arlena, there's your popcorn. Uh, but yeah, uh, I have not read the guides yet. Um, they do go kind of go over an overview of your class and your spec uh, builds for talent, gear you want to look for, uh, rotation priority, and so on. Um, uh, whether you're a beginner or someone who's played this class before, I'm sure there'll be stuff you can learn in this. Um, I've always felt um, Wowhead or Icy Veins have pretty good, pretty good information for how to play your class in a new expansion. So, um, are are you planning to read over some of these guides, Toasty, to see how to play uh, your paladin and uh, and your warrior? So, so here's here's the funny. Here's a funny story I want to tell. Uh, so, this over the weekend I was gonna level up my I was I was gonna hop on my monk and try to figure stuff out and love and start leveling it up a little bit. I'm like, okay, do my usual, go to Wowhead, do some reading, like okay, what makes sense, what's the rotation, the talents I'll kind of figure out for myself. Uh, what I did not notice was that the uh, like all the guides were already updated for Shadowlands. So I'm looking at the talents that were available. Like this, this talent isn't in this row. This talent doesn't exist. What's going on? And then I looked at the levels next to the talent rows. I'm like, oh, 15, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. That's, that's Shadowlands already. Well, darn. So long story short, I am going to read these guides. I, I do look at these guides every once in a while. Uh... And yeah, like, why not make why why not make use of it? I mean, it's a good guideline. I mean, helps me get the basics down and help me figure it out. Especially if I'm like I, I'll try to do it intuitively and all that. And if it doesn't feel right, I'll hop to the guides. Basically, is what I end up doing. I don't know why I don't just skip directly to the guide. That's usually what I that's what I end up doing ninety nine percent of the time. But you know. I'm stubborn. What about you, Medros? You planning on on using and abusing this? Oh yeah, uh, this will definitely help me figure out where I need to be uh, and what I need to focus on. 
Um, I've already started opening the, the guides I need for uh, for tomorrow, so that I can be as prepared as I possibly can uh, and and have things ready to go. Because I'd like to be prepared. Prepared is good. Yep. And if you want to be prepared, go over to Wellhead. It's the it's the, it's the, it's the class guides that they write all the time. They they've updated them for Shadowlands. So go ahead and check those uh, out. I, yeah, I I don't know if those guides will change for post release um, because I imagine since you're currently going to be at cap, what you might want to focus on might change between now and the actual release of of Shadowlands, but we'll we'll see how those change as things progress towards release, whenever release does happen. Yeah, no kidding. Alright. Well, uh, let us move along to our next topic. So, have you ever felt buyer's remorse like four months? How long has it been? I think it's been like three months. Like three months later? I have had buyer's remorse like four days later. So... Like, I'm happy with the chair I bought. It's a comfort. It's a comfortable chair, and it, it satisfies almost all the lead, all all the all the all the items I want in a chair, right? Okay. And you know, I I've been putting off buying a chair for a little while, and I I, I had to, as you know, I had to pull the trigger on it earlier than I would have liked out of necessity. Yes. Like right now would have been the time I I was gonna plan to buy the chair. Yeah. So, you know, I've had this chair for a couple months. I'm happy with it, and and then I see this news come across my Twitter feed. Uh, yeah, Secret Labs and Blizzard have teamed up to provide us with uh, some WoW themed chairs that I I very much want. Yes, and unfortunately, I've already spent my money on another chair. And yeah, from what I understand, Secret Lab shares are fantastic. I've, I know a couple people. Uh, who have I have them. heard that. Yes, like, I, I think at least three people on my team at work have them because I see. I, yeah, I, I remember seeing at least three Secret Labs logos at their home offices. Uh, yeah, my boss uh, bought a Secret Lab Titan chair uh, just before we started all uh, moving home for work from home back in March, uh, and he is every time we've been on a meeting. Uh, made sure that I was able to see that you know he still has a very nice chair. If 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 you haven't spent your chair money prematurely like I have, you can go over to Secret Labs and you can pick up. I think uh, it's the Omega and the Titan. I think, uh, yeah, it, you, you can pick up the Omega or Titan in different World of Warcraft flavors, and they aim to have those shipped out by December, I believe. Yeah, I, I've heard different dates. I've heard 16th, 20th, 22nd of December. Uh, it, it's a good IOU for the Christmas tree. Uh, probably not a good plan to have it under the Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, the Omega starts at 449 I assume, American. And the Titan starts at 489 Yes. Uh, not cheap, but I am told they are very worth it. Um, if there's one... Yeah. It, I, what I'm constantly told is don't cheap out on the stuff that connects you to the ground. Don't cheap out on shoes. Don't cheap out on a bed. Don't cheap out on a chair. Getting the, getting the good quality yes. stuff is 100% worth it. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody from Secret Lab is listening and they want to send us review uh, product, uh, I'm sure that I speak for all four, uh, Fandeth, Ali, myself, and Toasty, when I say we would be happy to review these chairs for you. Um, we can provide addresses and, and shipping details anytime. Just give us a call yeah. or email. Uh, let's show it all from the allthingsazeroth.com. We'd love to talk to you. <laughs> uh, I, I want one so bad. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, in, in less exciting news, though exciting, I'm sure, for for many people, uh, you can uh, now save some cash on, on services. Uh, they aren't, un- unlike what people might have had, I've actually heard people predicting this, uh, they are not putting a sale on the uh, appearance change or the gender change uh, service that they had previously. That is now gone. Uh, that is no longer something you can get. You can now do that in the in the uh, in the barbershop as of tomorrow. If you want to change your male orc into a female orc, all the power to you. 
they are start, they are having a 30% off discount on race change, faction change, and character transfer services in this shop. And these will go from now through November 15th, um, which has, I've seen some people suggesting, uh, cause them to suggest that either the uh, 17th or the 24th is the release dates, because that's exactly when the sale would end. That's one way of, of guessing. Uh, it's really the only way we have of guessing, man. We, we got no hints, no clues, no suggestions, no no ideas at all. Um, all we got is what we got. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, but yeah, so if you are looking to race change, faction change, or character transfer, uh, you can save 30% on those services in the shop now. Uh, good luck and uh, happy changing. <clears throat> Whatever you decide to change. I already got my race change. It's 32 bucks. Should have waited, man. Should have waited. Yeah, I, 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 I had a reason for pulling the trigger early. I predicted that race changes would be a highly uh, sought-after service. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I didn't want to get caught in the inevitable logjam. So I got my race change out of the way. I mean, 32 bucks is 30% off. I would have saved, what, like maybe ten, like a little over 10 bucks? Probably. Whatever. I, I'm okay with losing 10 bucks. Yeah. Uh, unsurprisingly, uh, for those who monitor such things, uh, from the point that I saw this announced until now, uh, I've seen about a 20,000 gold increase in the U.S. tokens. Okay. No, actually about 30. So I think it was about 118 before I saw this announced, and it's now 148,000 gold for a token. Maybe I'll buy tokens... <laughs> uh, wouldn't be a bad investment, I think. Uh, especially if you are mo monitoring the actual, like, progress of them. Right. Though I don't see anywhere on the to well token info site to actually see the actual, like, far charts that used to be there. Well, wowtoken.info doesn't work anymore, I thought. Uh, it's still there. It still has values. It just doesn't have charts. Or maybe the information's out of date. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. Well, I can't remember where I saw it, but I feel like WoW Token Info stopped doing updates. Let's see, WoW Token NA on Twitter. Uh, their last wow, okay, yeah, their last post was on 27th of May on Twitter, and so maybe that's not the price they are currently. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a shell now. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. <clears throat> Hard to say. Well, either way, right now, probably a good time to invest in a WoW token. If, uh, especially for those of you who are uh, getting some balance in the next couple of days because you pre-ordered Standard and got the physical collector's edition, getting some money back. Just throw it at the Blizzard machine. You, who else are you going to throw it at? They give you no choice. Just get a token or other stuff. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. Fair point. Fair point. All right. It, Let us move along then. Yeah, you know what it is. You know what. You know what is definitely a good investment. What's that, sir? This humble bundle. This World of Warcraft themed humble bundle. That has some books. Some good books in it, man. Oh yeah, it's got what? Uh, Twenty-three. 23 uh, different yeah. World of Warcraft titles yep. available for purchase. Now, these are all um, the majority, anyway. The majority of them are ebooks. Uh, there is an option for, for buying one physical book for an extra 20 bucks, the World of Warcraft pop up book, which. Which itself is saving you $40. Yeah, I honestly forgot was a thing. I forgot that that existed, but, you know, here we are. <clears throat> Yeah, these this is five hundred over five hundred dollars worth of books, and you can get them all for just twenty four bucks. That's pretty awesome. Now these are a lot of the older World of Warcraft titles, and it's not just the novels. Uh, it includes some uh, graphic novels and and whatnot. There's even an art book there, the cinematic 
art of World of Warcraft, Volume 1 is included there, and in typical Humble Bundle fashion, there are different tiers, so, you know, you pay buck thirty, you'll get six different titles, and you're gonna pay $23 or more, you get all 23 titles, so that's about a buck a title. Which, uh, yeah. You know, that's not bad bang for your buck. Nope. That's running for 16 days, so if, you, if you're jonesing for some of those old uh, World of Warcraft comics. Uh, you can get them for pretty cheap. Yeah, and, and some of those magnets aren't even in print right now. So, definitely worth considering. Oh, oh they got the Ashbringer one! Yep. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna buy this after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might. Just for Ashbringer, uh, man. I, I, I've, I, yeah. I... I I've never been able to read that, like, like I've only all all I know about the Ashbringer comic I know from Wiki, from Wow Wiki and Wowpedia. Like, I want to see the art. I want to see the, all like, those different. Like, yeah, I'm buying this after the show. <laughs> twenty three bucks. Like, how can you say no? And that's twenty three dollars Canadian. So that's like a quarter for Americans. How could you say no to that? It's not actually a quarter for Americans, I'm sorry, but like it's it's cheap. <laughs> uh yeah. It's it's definitely a really good deal. I definitely recommend it if you like wow content in a, a readable format. Uh if you are the per- kind of person who sk- skips quest tests, probably not the bundle for you. But definitely enjoy it if you decide to. I think that might be the last news story. Yeah, there's not. Maybe. There was not a lot of huge news. Believe it or not, a lot of the news um, is about what you can't do, what what won't be available to do after the pre-patch. And by the time this show gets out to everybody, uh, that news will not be relevant anymore. Yeah, uh, that's why we aren't talking a lot about the pre-patch because it arrives in like twelve hours, and it's pretty useless for us to tell you all about it now because it arrives in twelve hours, and the show doesn't come out to non-live listeners until Thursday. So, trust me, by the time you hear this, you'll all be very, very happy in the pre-patch if you're playing the game. But, let us talk about our sponsor, shall we? Yeah, so, our first sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from, for your iPod or MP3 player. This week we're going to continue our journey into the world of Warcraft novels with World of Warcraft War Crimes. Let's have a listen. It looks too peaceful and beautiful to be the prison of someone so horrible. Lady Jaina Proudmoore mused as she approached the Temple of the White Tiger. She, the Blue Dragon Calicos, Ranger General Verisa Windrunner, and King Varian Wren rode in a cart drawn by a steady-footed yak whose fluffy fur indicated the beast had been freshly bathed. In acknowledgment of the honored status of the passengers, the cart had been upholstered with silk cushions in vibrant shades, though the travelers did bounce a bit when a wheel hit a rut. Better than he deserves, said Verisa. She fixed her gaze on Varian. You should not have stopped Goel from killing him, Your Majesty. There is no other justice for that monster than death and even that is more merciful than what he has done. The ranger general's voice was sharp, and Jaina couldn't blame her, especially as she completely shared Varisa's sentiments. Garrosh Hellscream had been responsible for the destruction. No, that was too kind, too clinical a word for what he'd done, the obliteration of the city-state of Theramore. So, once again, that was World of Warcraft War Crimes, written by Christy Golden and narrated by Scott Brick. You can find that and nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020, and we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. Absolutely. So, our question of the week from last week was, how do you feel about the delay of Shadowlands? WikiBH says, I'm fine, since I'm still working on my Mechagon Achieve. Oh, wait, I just finished that. Never mind. Bring on the mob. Uh, so I'm not sure how you feel, but it's okay. 
I know exactly how you feel. Uh, Timer Wow says, I'm fine with the Shadowlands delay. I just wish they had also delayed the pre-patch and loss of corruption effects as well. Moldy Cheese Cosplay says, I'm glad they're not releasing something unfinished. However, I'm, I'm still a bit bummed as I had vacation time approved for that week already. Yeah, I feel your pain. Scrubs vs. The World says, I'm sad, but at the same time, it just gets me more excited. I like that they've pumped the brakes to polish their product up a bit more. While Huntress 67 says, I'm fine with it. And Darksting 77 says, I'm fine with it. Can't have too much polish. Plus, we'll have the pre-patch to fiddle with next week. Uh, Beastmaster Rekka says, I'm sad because I've, I'm, I've been ready to leave BFA for a long time now, but I totally agree with the decision, and I'm glad they'll take the time to make Shadowlands even better. Plus, given the COVID situation, I completely understand things being delayed. TR4K3101 says, I'm a little upset. I put in for a few days off so I could thoroughly explore the content early on. Drexel Wow says, I'm okay with it. Take the time to prep the systems, fix the bugs, polish the content. Don't expect the massive overhaul of the systems, but a more, more of a fine-tuning of what we have in place now. Mayorn says, it's probably for the best. I'm glad they would rather delay the expansion than cut out a bunch of content later because they spend the first six months attempting to fix early mistakes. Argent Rose says, I'm pretty good with it, really. COVID has sidelined a lot of things in life right now, and I can see how it might be wreaking havoc on the Blizzard teams. I think a lot of the changes they are making in the right direction from what I've seen of the news posts. They're sticking to their guns on the systems change, but they're doing so in a way that hopefully won't be too definitive, which, yay or nay, not really sure, not really sure how I feel about that as I haven't played the new stuff yet. I'm still worried I'm going to have to too many buttons, but size, but all, all in all, this is a good thing as far as I'm concerned. And Dracon Red says, Fallout 76 met its release date, No Man's Sky met its release date, the devs realized it's just not ready. Better they at least sit, better they at least work on it some more than shove it out, than shove out an incomplete game. I, I think Dracon Red kind of echoes our, our thoughts as well. This is this is for the better, uh, as we as we said last week, uh, insignificant uh, tone so yeah and he raises a good point like those two games notoriously met their release date and they notoriously fell short of everybody's expectations for it and still continue to from what i understand in the case of fallout 76 no man's sky has gotten at least a little bit better but it took a long time to get there yeah i mean it's better to have it done when it's done Yep. Uh, so, next question is, what are your guesses for the new Shadowlands release date and why? I am still sticking with the November 23rd slash 24th release date we said last, that I said last week. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we talked this to death last week. I'll just reiterate that my belief is it's going to come out December 8th. Uh, just because Thanksgiving is the week. It is. I can't remember why I said it was December 8th last week. I just know that I am sticking with December 8th. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I think that's going to be about it. Uh, we will uh, see if Ali's opinion has changed uh, when she returns to us next week. Yep. Uh, and that means that's the end of our show. So um, we will do our shoutouts. Uh, I will let you do your first shoutout, sir. All right. So I mentioned earlier that I was feeling conflicted today. And that's because it was announced today that the former captain of the St. Louis Blues, Alex Petrangelo, signed a seven-year deal with the Vegas Golden Knights. I am I am a little upset by that. Petro was my favorite player on the Blues. He was the player I paid attention to most when I started following them. And, he, and more importantly, he was, he was the first St. Louis Blue to raise the Stanley Cup. He was the captain of the team, and I am very sad to see him go. He's going to a very good Vegas team, and I hope he has success there, but not too much success because they're in the Western Conference and both my other teams are there. Um, but uh, yeah, good luck, Petro, with everything. I hope you enjoy your 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 healthy contract with the Knights. And, uh, yeah, good luck getting out of cap hell, Knights. Holy, they're like $6 million over the cap right now. Yeah. What about you, Medros? Uh My shout-out is going to be to 
all the folks who have been understanding and accepting that uh, the delay of Shadowlands is a good thing and that we can benefit from it. Uh, I know that it's not uh, an easy thing to do. I know people had uh, time booked off and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, totally get that. Uh, but I'd rather your time be spent doing worthwhile things uh, than fighting up an uphill battle against bugs that should have been fixed. Um, so it's better to do better to do what they're doing, and I'm glad that so many of the players are actually recognizing that. Yep. As said, we as said last week, we empathize with everybody's feelings about the vacation time and all that other stuff. A bunch, all I believe, all of us except Medros had a little bit of time booked off to enjoy Shadowlands, and unfortunately, we we're we're not going to be able to use it for that. Um, but a better better a late game that's that's working than a on time game that's broken. Absolutely. But that is me about it for this episode. Uh, so let's do our outro and uh, wrap the show up. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, you can call us at one seven eight five ATA WOW five or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. And if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find the show over on Twitter at allthingsaz. Medros is at Medros. Fandeth is at Fandeth. Ali is at AliAndrusK. I'm at toastypostycan. And you can find the network over at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including GroupQuest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next time. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of a pre-patch, of course. Bye, Petro. Wah, wah, wah. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.